morning. Welcome to another episode of Monday Mornings with Rach. Today I'm going to be talking about the book of Proverbs. And maybe you're hearing this and like, okay, I'm going to turn this off because I don't read the Bible. Um, Maybe that's, you just don't consider yourself religious or you're just not interested. But that's totally okay. But I do want to let you know that the book of Proverbs has some of the best wisdom for anyone who is willing to listen. So I would encourage you to listen to this podcast and hopefully gather a few nuggets of knowledge because this is such a great book to read. The words in Proverbs are a practical guideline for successful living. A proverb doesn't argue, it assumes. Its primary purpose is not to explain a matter, but to give pointed expression to the idea. I am going to give you 31 lessons from the 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs. Starting out with number one. Wise men never stop learning. It says in Proverbs 1.5, Let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance. This message is stressed a lot in the book of Proverbs. Wise men take correction. They listen to what people have to say, and they never stop getting wiser. Meanwhile, the fools reject the advice of others. Number two. If you seek wisdom, you will find it. And that is so reassuring that if you seek it, then you are going to find it. Not you might find it, you will. And verses four and five, it says, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. You can't expect to be walking through life and eventually get a pile of wisdom just dumped on your head out of nowhere. You also can't expect to continually search for it and never find it. But if you prioritize wisdom higher than wealth, the Bible promises that you will find it. Number three, stay humble. Proverbs 3 verse 7 says, Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. If you are blessed with wisdom beyond yours, always stay humble in mindset. The Bible is very clear that God resists the proud but blesses a humble heart. Number four, wisdom will eventually reward you. In Proverbs 4, 7 to 9, it says, The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom and whatever you get, get insight. Prize her highly and she will exalt you. She will honor you if you embrace her. She will place on your head a graceful garland. She will bestow on you a beautiful crown. There will be some times in your life that you will have to say no to wealth or material possessions in the name of wisdom, which can be really hard in our world today when everything kind of seems so materialistic. It's just a want more, get more type of world. And if you remember that sometimes you have to say no in order to gain wisdom, I think that's kind of a huge deal. However, if you seek wisdom above everything else, all those materialistic things, if you seek the wisdom, you will eventually reap the rewards. Number five, stay away from temptations. Keep your way far from her and do not go near the door of her house. Proverbs 5.8. This verse specifically is speaking about an adulteress, which is good advice in general, but really this lesson can be applied to all areas of life. If you are dieting, for example, don't keep junk food just laying around your house. Make no provision for your temptations. Turn your phone off while you're working. 
get rid of all distractions. It can apply to so many areas. Number six, work, work, work. In Proverbs 6, verse 6 through 11, it says, Go to the ant, O sluggard, consider her ways and be wise. Without having any chief officer or ruler, she prepares her bread in summer and gathers her food in harvest. How long will you lie there, O sluggard? When will you arise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come upon you like a robber, and want like an armed man. That's kind of a long one, but essentially it's saying wise men are always at work. Don't waste your time watching Netflix and playing video games. If you don't want to live your life in poverty, you must develop a strong worth ethic. So be like an ant. And that's not saying that video games and Netflix are bad because in moderation they're good. But it's just saying don't dedicate your life to those things. Dedicate your life to the hard work that God has unfolded for your life. Number seven, don't let lust destroy you. In Proverbs 7, 25 through 27, it says, Let not your heart turn aside to her ways. Do not stray into her paths, for many a victim has she laid low, and all her slain are a mighty throng. Her house is the way to Sheol, going down to the chambers of death. Stay away from lust. It is a trap that will eventually be the death of you. Number eight, anybody can learn to be wise. To you, O men, I call, and my cry is to the children of man, simple ones. Learn prudence, O fools, learn sense. That's said in Proverbs 8, 4 through 5. If you are immature or lack discipline, you don't have to spend the rest of your life living that way. And I mean, I'm only 19 years old, but I feel like the Lord has given me wisdom just from reading this book, and I hope to just continue to grow in wisdom as I become like further in my womanhood as I hit my big 20s and just continue number nine listen to people when they correct you and this one can be a really hard pill to swallow but it's really important in Proverbs 9 through 8 9 verse 8 it says do not reprove a scoffer or he will hate you reprove a wise man and he will love you it can be hard to take correction from someone, especially when they may be younger from you or you just think that they lack experience. However, a wise man will stay humble and listen to what anyone has to say. Number 10. Don't hold resentment or grudges. Hatred stirs up strife, but love coffers all offenses. Proverbs 10:12. If someone has wronged you but then apologized, don't dwell on what they did to you. Accept the apology, move on, and give them another chance. You will reap the benefits. Okay, chapter 11, verse 1. A false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. Be honest. It can be tempting to be a little dishonest in order to gain profit. If you value wisdom and integrity, however, you won't go unnoticed. Number 12, the rulers are the hard workers. The hand of the diligent will rule, while the slothful will be put to forced labor. Proverbs 12, 24. If you keep failing at your startup and are forced to work a nine to five, you're not working hard enough. You can't get to the top of the ladder without climbing the rungs. 
Number 13. Stay away from the get-rich-quick schemes. <laughs> Proverbs 11.13 says, Wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. Be patient. Even if you're not bathing in gold after a year of blood, sweat, and tears, stick with it. Wealth will come little by little and then grow exponentially. And this doesn't just apply to money. This applies to relationships, skills, habits, things like that. Number 14. Surround yourself with wise people. In verse 7 it says, Leave the presence of a fool, for there you not meet words of knowledge. You will become like the people you hang around with. If you know that your friend is someone who often makes bad decisions, then you're probably going to need to cut them out of your life soon. Stick with people who challenge you and encourage you to grow, not not grow. <laughs> Number 15. Speak softly and carry a big stick. In 15 verse 1 it says, A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. I really love this verse. If you find yourself in a heated argument, do not respond by shouting. Speak gently and sensibly, and you will both be more likely to reach a conclusion. I think that one's really important. Number 16 says, Better is a little with righteousness than great revenues with injustice. Wealth is not the point of this whole thing called life. Um, God did not put us here just for money. Uh, the Bible has a lot to say about money because it knows how important money is. It's great to have the financial freedom to travel the world and do what you love. However, your integrity is even more important. So be happy with what you have, but don't let money control you. Number 17. Use trials to grow. In verse 3 it says, The crucible is for silver and the furnace is for gold and the Lord tests hearts. It's not easy to make it through tough times. But this verse says it really well. When we go through the furnace, we will come out as gold. So whenever you're struggling, know that you will come out of that situation even stronger than you were before. Number 18. Be open-minded. Verse 2, it says, A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. Especially in our day and age, you can get on Facebook and see that Everybody has an opinion about everything, and they think their opinion is the right one. Sometimes we have to understand that we are wrong, and having the humility to let others change our mind and learn from our mistakes can be really important. Number 19. Be slow to anger. Good sense makes one slow to anger, and it is his glory to overlook an offense. It says in verse 11. Be known for being well-tempered. Don't let little things throw you off and always be willing to give someone a second chance. Number 20. Take action. <clears throat> the purpose in a man's heart is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Proverbs verse 20 verse 5. Everybody has big dreams sitting around on the inside of them, right? Well, very few people actually draw from that well and fulfill their purpose. But God wants us to draw deep inside of us and fulfill the purpose that he put us on this earth for. So we need to take action. 21. Ten more to go. Don't settle for short-term pleasures. Whoever loves pleasure will be a poor man. He who loves wine and oil will not be rich. 
It says that in 21 verse 17. The reason that games are so popular is that they give us a sense of accomplishment with little effort. Be weary of things that reward you for little work. Don't give in to short-term temptations, but invest in the long return. The reason that video games and sports and things like that are so popular is that they give us a sense of accomplishment with little effort. And yes, don't get me wrong, trust me, I understand athletes and even some video gamers put a lot of time into their craft. But we need to be weary of things that reward us for little to no work. Don't give in to short-term temptations because we need to invest in the long term. 22. Your reputation is more important than your net worth. In Proverbs 22 verse 1 it says, A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, and favor is better than silver or gold. When you die, do you want to be remembered for how much money you left behind, or for being an honest and uplifting person? This is why the book of Proverbs stresses the importance of honesty and integrity over wealth. They will always serve you better than money ever could. 23. Be a man of discipline. Do not withhold discipline from a child. If you strike him with a rod, he will not die. If you strike him with the rod, you will save his soul from shoal. Not only should you discipline your children, but practice self-discipline in your own life. Let others praise you and be your toughest critic. Don't accept your mistakes and strive to be better. You'll thank yourself later. 24. Do not seek revenge. Do not say, I will do to him as he has done to me. I will pay the man back for what he has done, as said in Proverbs 24, 29. The best revenge is to beat out the competition with hard work. If you try to seek revenge against your enemy through name-calling or sabotage, it will not end well for you. Vengeance belongs to God. We need to remember that. Repay evil with good. If your enemy is hungry, give him bread to eat. And if he is thirsty, give him water to drink. For you will heap burning coals on his head, and the Lord will reward you. Proverbs 25, 21-22 Okay, so imagine a scenario where your competitor publicly shames you. If you respond with kindness, you will be regarded as the hero, and your enemy will be put to shame. It's very difficult to respond with that, kind of kindness but God will reward us for it so the next time you're in a scenario where maybe you're being called out for something and you're just incredibly embarrassed respond with kindness and just wait for the reward God has for you in heaven 26 do not repeat your mistakes in 26 verse 11 it says like a dog that returns to his vomit is a fool who repeats his folly And of course, mistakes are inevitable. We're all going to make them. Every once in a while, you're going to, in terms, vomit. Uh, But when you do, learn why that happened and resolve to never do it again. The fool is not the one who makes a mistake, but the one who continually makes the same mistake without learning from it time and time again. 27. Leave the bragging to your fans. In 27 verse 2, it says, Let another person praise you and not your own mouth, a stranger and not your own lips. 
Not only is a cocky person resented by the majority of their followers, but a compliment that comes from someone other than yourself is way more incredible. Don't brag. Let your actions speak for themselves. 28. Don't give in to fear. The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. So often we are running away from things in life when nothing's actually chasing us. We need to be as bold as a lion and stand up to our fears. In most scenarios, you'll find that there was nothing to be scared of in the first place when we decide to take that leap of faith or accept that new job or pursue the dreams we had tucked away in our pockets. Chapter 29. People will support your integrity. In verse 2 it says, When the righteous increase, the people rejoice. But when the wicked rule, the people groan. What good is it to reach the top of the ladder if everyone is booing? This is why it's important to implement the previous lessons of character. Don't boast. Be honest. Stay humble. Speak softly. And all those types of things. If you have all those things, you will have everyone's support in your climb to success. 30. Respect your parents. The eye that mocks a father and scorns to obey a mother will be picked out by the ravens of the valley and eaten by vultures. The Bible is a big on obedience and respect when it comes to your parents. We need to honor them with our words and our actions because I don't know about you, but I don't want my eyes to be picked out by ravens of the valley. That sounds horrible. All right, in chapter 31, use discernment in choosing your partner. I love the chapter of Proverbs 31. Um, in 31 verse 10, it says, An excellent wife who can find. She is far more precious than jewels. It is repeated several times throughout the book of Proverbs that it is better to remain alone than to live with a quarrelsome wife. In addition, in chapter 31, it says that a Proverbs woman does not represent a challenge but rather a series of possibilities and i love that in chapter 31 it explains the divinely inspired portrait of an ideal wife and this is what she's supposed to include a pleasant appearance godly character without a materialistic mindset efficiency in homemaking helpful to her husband attentiveness to her children interest in her community willing to use energies and creativities and determination to be worthy of honor and commendation this woman is industrious seeking out provisions for her family she provides food and income and wisely invests her profits she's clothed with strength and dignity she can laugh at the days to come she speaks with wisdom she watches over the affairs of her household Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but the woman who fears the Lord is to be praised, and she is the woman praised in this book, and that is the woman that all women should aspire to be, in my opinion. Like I said in the beginning, these are just a few tidbits from the book of Proverbs. Um, I know it's pretty long. The book of Proverbs is 31 chapters, so I gave you um, just things that stuck out to me in each chapter. But I would encourage you to go and read it for yourself. Read it in depth, not once, but over and over again. Work these words of Solomon into your heart and live them out through your life. And maybe I didn't mention this, but Solomon is the author of this book. 
And I love that because in my Bible it says that Solomon's strengths were not on the battlefield but in the realm of mind. Meditation, organization, planning, and negotiation were things on Solomon's heart. Thank you for joining me today and I hope you learned a little bit about Proverbs. See you next week. Thank you.